welcome back to the Recycle Corn Podcast, or welcome to the Recycle Corn Podcast. I totally stole that from Call Me Chris, a podcast about nothing and everything. I am your host, Ben DeLeon, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Lord Scuba Cabra, fresh off his birthday adventures, and young Charizard, Miss Charlie Vasquez. Yes, yes, we have the... Uh... My demon spawn here with us. Uh, don't have a babysitter right now. Mom's working, so you and might big sister's in the living room playing Fortnite. You know she could be helping out, and, but <laughs> you know why help dad out of a situation? And we're just gonna know? we're just gonna uh, gloss over the fact that you blatantly plagiarized someone else's intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's recycled, man. It's recycled. recycled. It's recycled. <laughs> the name of the show. You know what? She would allow it. <laughs> uh, that's funny and uh joining us in studio is the host of the popular cryptid podcast 50 states of terror who looks very bored i might add Zed. <laughs> Zed. <laughs> Zed. he he's a man a big man a sexy man a big strong beard, man oh please. baby i got some dollar bills for you <laughs> please join us in welcoming back our good buddy anthony diaz hello anthony Yay. diaz and joining us via satellite from parts unknown working on his own podcast it's totally not about weather in tornado alley our good <laughs> friend chris fanning yeah, yeah also known as the josh zodiac so <laughs> <laughs> says lord scoobius maximus even yes. charlie didn't like that one <laughs> so before we get too far into the meat of the episode I want to take the time to uh, thank Jesus Hernandez and the Corpus Christi Originals podcast for having yeah. both Scuba and uh, me on the podcast recently. Scuba uh, his, and I. His Scuba podcast. and I. At least use proper grammar. Well, you know what? You can blame <laughs> word because it changed it. <laughs> no, the proper term is Ben and his assistant. Bitch, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> that, that would have been better. That's the proper term right there. Suck these nuts. <laughs> So it was uh, it was actually different being uh, interviewed as opposed to the one doing the interviewing. So mm. we had a nice conversation. It, we got to check out the studio downtown, which was incredible. I mean, not nearly as fancy as what we got going on here, but you know they're trying. They're trying. You know, so they had cameras. What? <laughs> they had cameras. They had a fucking sound guy in the booth. Yeah, where where they was don't that need to that? know that. We have boner. <laughs> That standing was, there behind by the refrigerator. They have a. Um, they have a guy I'll named Boulder. I'll there? send you the. I have. I have, I have no idea where, where that's at. Hey, I'll, I'll send it. I'll send you the the info after this. What, uh, how many times what, have you the, been in studio and you've never met Boner? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the place is freaking dude. It's like legit, legit. I mean, it's you know, uh, badass cameras hanging from the ceilings. They got wall of records and all this. This freaking equipment I've never even freaking seen on there. Like some kind of Star Trek looking mixer and all this. I'm just like, I don't want to yeah, even right. know how much that shit costs because I'll probably break it just by looking at it. So it is downtown? Yeah, it is downtown. Oh, wow. Um, it is, like I said, it's really freaking nice. And uh, uh, we had a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did almost cry during the podcast, <laughs> but you know what? Like almost like, cry? Like I said. There was it, tears. It, there it was brings tears. out, you know, talking about my family brings out a lot of raw emotions, things I'm still working on and stuff. So well, you know, well, make it make your emotions wear a condom next time. No, 
<laughs> so we have to have him on the on the podcast on our podcast, you know, for more free promotion. Um, because that's how showbiz works, right? I mean, yep, you know, you promotion. use me, I use you. I mean, not in the Harvey Weinstein way, mind you. But, oh, you know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about in the Vince McMahon way. Run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've offered myself to people. No one wants it. Like, if people offer me money to put more clothes on, which kind of hurts my feelings. But, okay. <laughs> what does it matter? But whatever. I mean, you know. Last guy saw me naked, melted like that. Not to you open up the ark, but you know we won't talk about that. Man, you, you need one of those drops that that uh one of those old heyo drops. Right. <laughs> I actually have something on here, but I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with my yeah, shit yeah. right now. Um, you afraid of Charlie? Old 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 Charizard over there. Um, we oh Scuba, your your tell us about your birthday adventures. Well, my birthday adventure, it was, it was, it was okay. It started off. I took the day off of work on Thursday, which was my actual birthday. Um, cause we get a free floater day at work. So you get to take a day off in the month of your birthday paid for free. Doesn't go against your PTO. Doesn't go against your sick leave. Nothing like that. Yes, Charlie. Yes. We'll get to you in a bit. So, <laughs> uh, Thursday, uh, Mel and I just kind of laid around and watched, um, avatar all day and then uh friday we hit the road to san antonio and my parents well my mom and my stepdad surprised me in san antonio uh with my brother and my sister and my nieces and nephew they oh, all showed awesome. up too oh, that's so cool. the whole family was there uh so they showed up to surprise me right so i was all excited i'm like hell yeah this is gonna be great we're gonna get to go do all these things that i want to do and turns out while they did show up to San Antonio, I feel like they didn't show up for me. They oh. showed up to have a little mini vacation for themselves because nobody wanted to do what I wanted to do. It was all about them. Oh, well, we want to go to the Riverwalk, and we want to go do this, and we want to go do that. So I, I didn't really get to go do all the things that I wanted to do except to go to Trader's Village. Um so that that was really the only thing I did that I wanted to do that weekend, uh, with the exception of I got to see Jerry Seinfeld live, uh, which was pretty cool. And you uh, asked, and you got to ask a question, didn't you? I got to ask him a question. I did. Um, so he got a standing ovation, and at the end of it, he came back out and he's like, "Look, I don't have time to do any more any more material, but I will take a few questions." So I fucking yelled out super loud. Will we get any more episodes of Seinfeld? And he was like, what was that? And I said, will you reboot Seinfeld? So he starts talking and, you know, going on this this tangent about how he loved the show and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, so with that question, you know, would, would we reboot Seinfeld? I mean, I would, I, I, would, I would just have to say no. <laughs> yeah, after all that uh, after I mean, all that he uh, said no and i was like god damn it which which you know it's whatever i don't think you seinfeld know? would work would, will, would you know, work in today and that's not true because curb your enthusiasm came back and worked beautifully oh that's true so that's true curb your enthusiasm can work so could seinfeld and think of all the shit that would be great because they've been in jail this entire time right because he, he comes ended 
What's with them going to jail for? <laughs> he comes out like Dominic Mysterio with the freaking teardrop and all that. <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd be Kramer. Kramer would be right, the one right, that would Kramer. Kill the man in prison. Oh, no, it would have been George. George would be the one that's no, going to Kramer, George Kramer, would George would be someone's bitch. Kramer destroyed up. his career, so he's not going back on the show. Yeah. I was gonna say like he he would be running like uh, uh what to call like the skinhead group whatever like oh god no but it was it was really cool seeing him live tickets were super expensive we spent way more money on them that than I would have liked um but it was it was a cool experience um then we went back What's to the that? hotel passed out we didn't even we didn't even go out and party we had planned on going out and partying but we were so fucking tired because when we got to the venue. May, or on our way walking to the venue because we handed Charlie and my grandma off to Sonia to take back to the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we're walking to the Majestic, Mel goes, do you have the car keys? Mm-mm. And I said, no, you had the keys. You took them to get the car seat out of the car to put it in Sonia's car. She's like, fuck. She left the keys in Sonia's car. Sonia was already on her way back to the hotel. So... We watched the show, then we had to wait for an Uber. We had to get an Uber, take us to the hotel, and then my brother or my sister had to go with us to go. Or no, no, my sister didn't even go. My nephew went. <laughs> we drove my mom's van back to the River Center Mall to go pick up the car because she forgot the keys there. So by that time, I was already tired of walking. I was over everything. I didn't want to deal with anything anymore. Yeah. And uh, it was just. Here, there you go. Play with Gizmo. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, God damn. <laughs> that was my that was my Saturday night, and then Sunday everybody got up, and what kind of pissed me off on Saturday is they're like, "Oh, okay, we're leaving. We're gonna leave right now, but we're gonna go eat breakfast first. Didn't wait for us to get ready. Didn't wait for us to say, "Hey, well, we're gonna go eat with you also." And they just kind of up and left, told us bye, and then up and left. And so we went to go eat at Jim's after we got dressed, and they were all still there, sitting there eating and stuff. And so I was just kind of like, I felt, I just felt like the afterthought more about them than me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was just an excuse for them to all get together and come down. No, but they didn't. They weren't really there to celebrate me, which is it's whatever, man. I'm 42 years old. I don't need nobody to fucking celebrate me. So then Mel and I went to a thrift store and she got herself this really cool blue jean vest so that she could match me and Charlie because, you know, she wants to be cool like me and Charlie. <laughs> uh, Who the fuck then, said you were cool? Everybody, bitch. Don't even play. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but then as we're sitting there, I look over in the shopping center that we're at and I see a store that says horror shop. And I'm like, oh, shit, oh, I got to go no. check that out. So I pull up and there is a gaming den, a collectible store, and then a horror shop. And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So I, I go into the horror shop. Mel goes into the uh, into the gaming store or the gaming den that they had there or whatever. And I'm walking around. And I'm like, I have that. I have that. I have that. Oh, I don't have that. I need that. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. I got this really cool gauntlet for Lord Draven, my wrestling character, to wear. Charlie Ray Machine. (laughs) You you scared her when you said Draven. That's a good point. She didn't start fussing until she hit Draven. So I got this really cool gauntlet. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. For the the listening, for the listening pleasure, it looks like a a BDSM 
Well, um, it probably is, but it's gonna go great with my Draven costume. So <laughs> that could be a cock ring for me, but that's okay. You can wear it as a gauntlet. It's okay. Um, <laughs> shit it. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So then at that store, it turns out that there is a haunted doll that they have in a cabinet in the back room, and I had seen this doll on TikTok before. Her name's Sarah. Had no idea this was the store that she was in. And so oh I got to see the doll, introduced myself to the doll. Sam was with, with me. She was scared shitless. It was <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> but they turned on the REM pod. They gave us cat balls. The cat balls started lighting up. I was asking questions. The REM pod started going off. Then they gave us a spirit box. And as soon as I turned it on, the first words were, hi, Steve. Oh, shit. <laughs> like right off the bat. What the so I'm fuck? Asking, yeah, so I'm asking all these questions. It's the power of the cat balls. It, it's it's answering me, like, giving legit answers, like, right then and there. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. So Sam goes, Dad, I'm scared. And as soon as she says that, the energy just kind of died out. Like, whatever was there wasn't anything malevolent. It wasn't trying to scare anybody or trying to be mean or anything so you think after she said that it, it after just she went said away that it just kind of yeah it kind of backed off and didn't stop making you know communication or whatever but it was it was really cool because like i said i had seen the doll on tiktok before and i had no idea that was the store that it was at it was just a coincidence that what, that it occurred that way wait were they allowing you to allow me to do the investigation because of because you told them what you do or that's just what the part of the no, that's thing. part like they they do that at the store. Oh, like shit. people can go in and and you can like talk to the doll and stuff. Yes. <laughs> but did you but you did tell them hard. about dark side and all that? I did tell them about dark side. I did ask them about booking an investigation because they said that there are entities in the shop. Um, so I actually got them to agree to be on an episode of Somewhat Supernatural. Nice. With oh the hell yeah! Oh so, yeah! So it was a it was a pretty cool like Sunday kind of saved the whole weekend for me. Oh that's you know? cool! No, that's really cool. Um, and then we drove back. I made it in time for the taping of Thursday Night Throwdown that we had, and I got to cut a promo that I had been dying to fucking cut. Oh and, no! Oh yeah, it's great. It's the uh, the Lazarus promo where I basically boot him out of mayhem. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yes, I it, love that. It's actually pretty legit. Like, if if I was uh, admin on here, oh, actually, it says I can share screen. Uh, so, anyways, we cut the promo or whatever, and it was it was legit. Like, it was it was really cool. Maniac and I get in the ring and. Uh, I essentially excommunicate him from mayhem and uh, hit him with the straight to hell. And then maniac picks him up and hits him with the fucking RKO. So it was a uh, dude. And he sold the hell out of those, out of anybody that's ever taken those moves. That was probably the best that anybody's taken those fucking finishers. Like nice, it, nice. it looked like we destroyed him with those moves, but it was, it was cool because he got in the ring and he started apologizing to mayhem for, and I know Anthony's lost because he doesn't fucking keep up with it, but you know, <laughs> you boys are on, you know, the, the, the stuff. So, and I could say it here on Recycled Corn, even though it hasn't released yet, because I don't think our oh. Recycled Corn fans watch TNT. Charlie, stop. <laughs> so he gets in the ring and he's saying, you know, he's apologizing to Mayhem for losing the title. He's apologizing to his brothers and Mayhem for this, for that. 
blah, blah, blah. And he failed them. And I left him in charge. And, you know, so he's apologizing to Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem. Never once says, I apologize to you, Draven. So then my music hits. I come out. I'm just circling him. And then, you know, I, I'm kind of talking shit, but not really talking shit. And then I asked him about how his Christmas was because I haven't seen him since Christmas. And how was your, how was your, your New Year's? Because I, you have a good New Year's? I know you had a good New Year's. And um, so then I'm like, you don't have to say your, your you know, we ex- I accept your apology, whatever. I give him a hug. And from the hug, I go straight into the fucking straight to hell and tell him he's out of mayhem and then fucking hit him with the with the straight to hell. It was pretty sweet. But you guys will be seeing that soon. <laughs> I'm all like, yeah. oh, I'm already imagining it. I was going to say, doesn't that episode drop this Thursday? <laughs> No, it'll drop next Thursday. Actually, it should drop this Thursday. Yes. So Jeremy needs to hurry the fuck up and edit because yeah. um, <laughs> I work tomorrow. So I picked up another shift or I picked up another gig once a month at the annex or not the annex, the uh, the exchange downtown doing karaoke from eight to eleven. Oh, so, okay. and I think. You know, I know we talked about me taking the uh, manager position at Molly's. I think I'm going to pass on that, honestly. I, I don't think I'm going to take it because I'd be making less money than I am right now as a DJ because I would have to give up one of my DJ shifts. Mm-hmm. And so just DJing right now, if I took up the manager shift that's working two more day, two more nights with a lot more fucking responsibility, and I'd be making like only $60 more. So yeah, why? Yeah, kind of. That uh, yeah. financially doesn't make too much sense. Yeah, that, that doesn't. Doesn't make any sense at really all. So no. I, I sat down and I thought about it and I talked about it with Mel and I'm like, you know, this just isn't. It's not. It doesn't do me any good. I'm only making sixty dollars more because I'm not getting my DJ pay and the manager pays only like fifteen dollars an hour. Totally not fucking worth it to me at yeah. all. When yeah, I sit right. there and I make 160 a night in four hours for just sitting on my ass playing karaoke. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Shit. Where can I get that gig? <laughs> Seriously. Not, not in Oklahoma. <laughs> um, and Anthony, how, how you been, man? It's been a minute since we've seen you. No, I'm doing all right. The, you know, Things and things and things and yeah, I know there's just some things. things that people don't need to know, whatever. But just making sure that you're good. I mean, you know, I'm I'm glad to see you here in person. You look like you slimmed down a bit. Yeah, I lost. Yeah, I think I lost about ten more pounds since I've seen you. Well, I probably found it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But it, like I said, it's good to see you back. We're good. Good to have you back. Um, I wanted to. You know, we've been talking about this Q&A episode for a while now. And, um, you know, I got some questions here. Not too many because I feel these are uh, are are good enough to, to, to get us back into the podcast uh, mood. Should, you know, should I say? I know you've been doing some really good things on yours. Like I said, I listened to that episode of uh, 50 States of Terror with Joel. Yeah, I uh, I dropped I, I dropped the interview on both on Fifty States and Narrative Quest. Um, we talked about both things um, because he's a a songwriter, a musician, and he primarily does songs about cryptids. And it was it was a really fun a really fun interview. Really yeah, fun it was show. it was really interesting, man. Honestly, like I was listening to it at work, and like the the interview started and then it stopped, and I was like, man, that only seems like fifteen minutes. Then I looked at it and it was like over an hour. 
Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the one I did with Tony D. That that was like an hour and ten, and uh, this one with Joel, I think I think uh, if we could have kept going, I would have split it in, yeah. in two episodes on two episodes. Well, it was you, it was fun. You definitely got to have him back. He seems like a really interesting cat. So yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think I think the next one I'm going to do uh, North Carolina for fifty states, and then I'm going to uh, read another um vocal challenge that i did for narrative quest nice yeah well you know i i took a little sabbatical from recycled corn just because i was going through some like shit here like not really like mental whatever but more or less like being an adult you know i have the um the mortgage uh the escrow whatever analysis done is waiting to see if i was going to be paying more in um you know, for the house payment, you know, it changes every freaking year. Go for your taxes. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the property taxes itself <laughs> actually went up just a little bit, but not, not so much where it would kill me. Um, and then luckily this year or last year, I signed a thing, whatever, for the electric company. So I don't have to worry about that for three years or two more years now. And then um, making sure the homeowner's insurance went through on time and all this. And then getting my taxes done because uh, I find like I, I did it the day that I got my W-2 and um, there there's a whole thing back because I ain't, I ain't getting shit back this year but there's a whole story behind that and we'll cover that if I can circle back around to it. Yeah, do taxes taxes for doing um, uh, Kaylee's business and then I am finalizing my company um, this week um, that will house both shows and will house any production I do under like under our our production yeah. company like and that oh my god that was just so fucking confusing <laughs> well when you're done with that you can walk me through it because I think I'm gonna want to do like an LLC or something like that yeah mine's gonna be LLC so is Kaylee Kaylee's is an LLC but I'm my production company's gonna be 100% LLC yeah so and then we'll we'll get uh, Chris going on his. So yeah, and then I'll own I'll own a conglomerate of like networks, and then I'll be like the fucking what is it Slumdog Millionaire? No, who oh. who, <laughs> who who owns who owns like the Comcast? Of, who's who's that big? Uh, uh, Roger Murdoch. My, yeah, I think I think that, that's the guy's remember. name. He's a, the big the big media fucking mogul. I'm, that's that's gonna be me. Yeah, you're gonna be freaking rich, dude. I doubt it. <laughs> spiritually spiritually <laughs> well all right shall we uh, get on with the questions let's sure, do why it not? yep all right okay the first one this one's from shelly in vermont and she says omg i love your podcast you guys are so awesome you are hilarious one minute in like most of your episodes and then there are others where you're making me cry like the episode you did after the uvaldi tragedy my question is, is it weird for you to open yourselves up so freely and genuinely on the internet? No, because I love talking about myself. <laughs> I'm a narcissist. <laughs> Shit. Scuba took my answer. Fuck. No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I'm still I'm still adjusting to it because Scuba's been doing this shit a lot longer than I have. Yeah. Um, so it's still a little, you know, I kind of 
I kind of want to tell everything and just be like completely like open book, but I'm realizing like you can't really do that because some people are not cool with, you know, their, their dirty laundry or however you want to say it being put online. So I kind of have to change stories a little bit, change names and, you know, not really fabricate things, but just kind of put it in a different way. So people can't figure out like who exactly I'm talking about. Um, well, or at least not hey, so easily. Hey, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna say real names. I'm gonna. I don't care. What are you, <laughs> what are you get for? It really happened. If you didn't want fucking anybody to know, you shouldn't have done the stupid shit. Yeah, no, that's true. And eventually, keep my name out your mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> don't get started because I got some stories about you. You, you ain't got shit. You ain't got really, nothing. really. No, I, I, really? I, I know. I know. One hundred percent. They, they, no. he, I don't. he knows a lot I of don't. shit about Chris. So, <laughs> I don't. You better fucking not. And, and Chris knows shit about real him. hard. <laughs> How long I've known you, you better think real hard. <laughs> 21 years. Like, like, don't make me turn this podcast around, you two. <laughs> but I think, he, I, think he, I think eventually, eventually it's it's going to happen. Because on the show like ours, like especially especially with my new show, Narrative Quest, uh, when people come in and they tell their stories, it's going to bring that element of like vulnerability to the show. Yeah. And when you when you listen to people who are successful, like I, I follow people on YouTube and podcasters and things like that. There's, there has to be a time to where you start like opening up you because what you're essentially doing is you are in, inviting people in to what your philosophies and morals and your like pretty much your outlook on everything through your, your creative process. So like for me, it is my stories and and then uh the, the the cryptid stuff you know that's you know that's that's fun until like we start getting into like the historical significance of cryptids right but for narrative quests like i am i am literally like um reading stories and some of these stories come from come from angles of my morality or angles from what i believe in right um especially the one i did recently that, that was um the night shift the night shift was this this uh weird um like uh cthulian type atmosphere where i'm alone walking in the the texas state aquarium and you start your mind starts to imagine and like and for me that's what i do all the time anyway i just yeah. my mind goes fucking everywhere and on horror shit all the time but like nobody would know that just just by looking at me but my stories they bring that out so yeah. so at first it's it's really difficult but after a while you start to you start to like come to terms with people are going to know who i am regardless of if i keep everything quiet they're going to figure out me like like they're going to know who i am and that's why i stopped i stopped like hiding my last name like i they're going to know who i am anyway so on my shows it's like hey Welcome to Fifty Six of Terror. You know your favorite podcast host about cryptids. I'm Anthony Diaz. You know, like it's yeah. I, I don't I I no longer edit my last name out. Yeah, you know. And then my favorite part those goddamn character limitations. <laughs> 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 but no, I I get what you're saying. You know, I guess for you it's a little bit different. But like for me, most of these most of these stories that we talk about are completely, you know, true. They're whatever. factual. Yeah, and I just. Like I said, like when I tell stories about Sandra, some stuff I do, you know, change the the sequence of events or whatever, just because you know she never agreed to 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 do all this. She's like, if you want to do it, that's fine. Just leave me out of it. Yeah. You know? She's like, that's your thing. That's not mine. 
If I, you know, if she wants <clears> to tell a story, I always run it by her first. Like, is it okay? Yeah. And she'll use, you know, give me thumb up, thumb down. And if she gives me a thumb down, I'll just change it to somebody else. And yeah. I'll be like, tell the exact same story, just different names. And especially for like, for, um, for fanning, like for his new show, like all that is, is perspective on something else. So like that also, that, that also is going to like, um, be this dividing, the dividing force of like, I agree or I disagree with what he's saying yeah. because you know you're talking about wrestling. You're talking about and, and he loves it when people disagree with him. He loves to fight with people. So oh fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> and then especially guys, especially DJs of Molly's. Oh, <laughs> I will sorry. fucking kick you in your baby dick. <laughs> oh look, look at me, I'm Scuba Steve. <laughs> look at me, I'm Zodiac. I can never close. <laughs> oh. Shit. oh. Look at me. I'm over six foot tall and still can't pull a chick. Damn. That was dirty. <laughs> Have you met Chris? Has never worked. Because <laughs> we've never, dude, when you did, there was a fucking short, fat, pudgy bitch. Hey, you just said hook me up with somebody. You didn't say there was. Okay, fucking... fine. I got to fucking, I got to align the parameters of the fucking question. Of I course. Guess. Because hook I'm me up, hook me up with a hot bitch that's not. I you can't because they're going to say no. Whatever. Jeez. <laughs> I, I fucking hate Scuba Steve. You should fire him. Man. <laughs> or cut his pay. Cut please his pay. Do. Oh, please cut my pay. <laughs> fire me, cut my pay. It's whatever. All but, right. You know, all, all the joking aside, we really, on, on my my end of all that, I really haven't been dug deep into what my life has been. I know you did the interview with Anthony and with Scuba, but we really haven't dug too deep in my life and what I've gone through. We, we've told stories about, you know, me moving up to Oklahoma and me being in the military and all that kind of stuff. But we've never dug too deep into other stuff that has happened. Yeah. Like well, that. You're, but, you're, we, me and you, well, comparatively, we just barely met. So yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. And my, my whole thing is like, I have no problem putting it out there, but I just have to remember that it may come back. Yeah. So that's that's. I don't have a problem with it because I'm pretty sure nobody I know, except for maybe like friends, might listen to it and might go, "Oh, I didn't know that about Chris," you know, something like that. But you know, apparently Scuba has some shit on me that I need to just stop talking about. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> well, actually, it's funny that you say that because one of the questions here, and I'm just going to go ahead and skip ahead to that question. Okay. It's uh, from Valerie in Maryland. Says, do you all have any funny stories from your times together? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So uh, I guess it depends on what we're talking about. But if you and Chris, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, man, me and Scuba. I mean, from Casey's place all the way to Molly's, I followed him to every fucking bar he's DJing at. So on purpose. I've been, I've been very yeah on purpose. I've been very loyal. So he should take that in consideration before he starts flapping I stories. <laughs> well, that's why I haven't told the stories yet. So you know, yeah, yet. But he said yet. <laughs> I think, I think one of my favorites. It, it involves scuba. Doesn't involve alcohol. Surprisingly enough, oh, it nice. was uh, it was uh, 2016 at the uh, American Bank Center, <laughs> right before SummerSlam. Um, Seth Rollins was cutting a promo against Finn Balor. And Scuba was there, uh, sitting not not ringside, but he was sitting pretty close as I was. And some dude, I don't know who the fuck he was, 
just walked right by Scuba and not too far from where I was, walked over to security, security let him go, and he tried to bum rush the ring to attack Seth Rollins. We find out later on he was not supposed to do that. He was actually arrested. And I remember seeing Scuba like, what the fuck just happened? Was that a part of the show? And Scuba's like, I don't know. I, I know as much as you do. And it was one of those things where it was, it was so raw and so cool that we were both there and we both saw it go down live. And I watched the show uh, on TV later on and they actually cut away from Seth Rollins when it went down so you couldn't see the guy. And the dude, I believe he had a hard hat, a hard hat on or something. So, um, yeah, and all, just the fact that security was like, oh, come on through. And then he run, ran up and did his thing, and security was on him quick as fuck. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to do that, guy. I don't care if you have a hard hat on or not. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like, <laughs> oh, so was this like a disgruntled, a disgruntled fan? So what, what, yeah, he was a disgruntled fan. He was actually sitting right behind me. And um, what happened was he was sitting there, and he goes, watch this. <laughs> And I'm like, what? And he just gets up and runs into the ring and gets his ass handed to him by Seth Rollins. But all because he just he wanted to get in the ring like he didn't. He didn't have any reason why he just said, watch this and then got in the ring. I saw I saw a, a, a story about I don't know if it's the same fan, but. Um, or how often Seth gets attacked, but apparently the guy was saying that Seth Rollins owed him money because oh. he got. Oh yeah, that was the same guy. It's yeah, the he, same guy. he got yeah, duped by Rollins somebody online. Me. Yeah, he got duped mm -hmm. by somebody online. And he sent the money, and he thought it was really Seth, but he was like, "No, you got scammed, dude!" Like, so he was taking wow. it out on the real Seth Rollins, whatever. So that was kind of stupid of him to do that because now you can never go back to the bank center. For anything <laughs> i was actually on the news for that yeah, yeah. remember that yeah. yeah oh because you sat next to him yeah <laughs> like the news contacted no. me and they're like can we interview you and i'm like yeah sure fuck yeah that's not why he was on the news he was on the news because he's scuba fucking steve and he's the coolest motherfucker i know and that's what the script here says did i read it right Is that <laughs> well, 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 well we'll cash up you later yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, I didn't write the script. AI did. You met. You met. Oh. You met. Uh, you met po 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 portion one of your bonus, or right, <laughs> which is nothing. Yeah, yeah. which is nothing. All right. Nothing. Uh, next question, um, Gene. Okay, and I'm gonna try to pronounce this. I don't know if this is really real or not, but uh, this was submitted to me. Uh, this is from <laughs> Gene from deep in Aharta, Texas. And that's it's, a real city. That's a, that's deep, a real city. Deep it's right next to Robstown. For, <laughs> so you, uh, you, you have friends who do their own podcasts and are from the same town as you. Is there any rivalry or sense of competition between the podcasts? Oh, that's a really good question. I don't. Yeah, really I really don't have any sense of competition because if there was, Anthony would kick the shit out of all of us. <laughs> so it's kind of like. <laughs> Why? My I think we're just fighting for third place. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion on that is anybody who has a paranormal activity type of podcast named Scuba Steve is a fake ass bitch. 
You know, I like how you're talking shit when you couldn't even pick up the fucking smallest dude on our wrestling roster. Dude, he fucking did not jump when he was supposed to no, jump. It don't fucking matter. I picked him up so fucking easy and you couldn't do it. Shut up. I'm fucking <laughs> older than you. And unlike you, I have a well, you have a bad back too. I can't say that. Oh <laughs> I think I think competition wise, uh, it's not competition. I think it's more like inspiration, because like I know when I know when I see a new show pop up on Corpus Christi Originals or uh, or Recycled Corn or Gorn Moore, Soma Supernatural. Like whenever a new show comes on, I was like, oh shit, when did I last put my show out? Fuck, I gotta get fucking working on my show. Yeah. <clears throat> and like um I I guess it's kind of the same thing because like if I see a new fifty states of terror, I'm all like um or like the originals podcast, um I'm thinking like shit, I gotta start getting like guests in here, you know, like yeah. <laughs> I mean and 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 quite honestly, uh like I think our community, we don't want competition. We we want to like help everybody like get notified, yeah, and get, and get money, really, like and get on, followers and shit. Like honestly, the the table is big enough for everyone to eat, and yeah. I think I think what it is is like, you know, helping each other, helping each. You know how they say the rising tide raises all boats. I think that 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 is especially true when it comes to like this community. Because I do want all the people here to succeed. I want Corpus to be like one of the, the hubs of like man, like there's so many good shows coming out of Corpus. I got to get there, you know, to to you know get in on that action, whatever. Yeah. But of course, you know, I want us to go first. Yeah, I think <laughs> no, and and you're right because like you do have to be a little bit selfish on that because like I, I don't I don't want to get lost. I don't I don't want to get lost in like the the literal what other hundreds of podcasts here in town i had never even heard of but like like i don't want to get lost in any of those but but then again i want everybody to to have a spot i want everybody to succeed and there's like maybe one or two podcasts that i that i i know of that have like some type of rivalry or, or beef with each other like no, not us. I don't think that's what I, I, I don't. I want, have. I don't want. You that. know what? Though? There is one podcast that I do have beef beef with. It's that um. Oh fuck! What is it called? Jesus Christ! You're getting um, old. But, 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 what do they do? Maybe I, maybe I, I know. They, it's kind of it's kind of like the same thing I do, except they're like more in depth, and they give like historical facts and shit, and it just makes my show look like shit. Um. Fuck. Oh, 50 States of Terror. That's right. That's what it is. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. You mean they don't use ChatGPT to write their shows? They don't use ChatGPT. They have a real writer, and it irks me that they have real talent on their show. Jesus I know. Man. That's some bullshit. Hey, get some ointment for that burn. We're going right. to have to go freaking egg that house. Or, no, eggs are too expensive nowadays. <laughs> See, and you, well, you get... talk about competition with podcasts and all that. The only reason that I, I mean, I'd wanted to do a podcast before, but when you had me on the Recycle Core and I saw how it worked, I went, I think I can handle this. It's just a matter of I need to get an idea, format, and a name, obviously, <laughs> and then run with it, you know? And I went through a couple of names before I <laughs> landed on the name that I have now. 
but I had to sit there and Google search. Okay, uh, the heel turn. No, that's taken. Um, Bot City. No, that's fucking taken. And I'm like, fucking, just put your name in the title and well, be done with it. That's what I was trying to say on the on the Corpus yeah. Christi originals. Is every freaking thing you can think of already has a podcast about it? Yeah, there, there's already a lot of names that are already taken because I even know when I was trying to come up with with a name for my podcast. Like I, I knew kind of what I wanted and I wanted to go with that old, you know, I wanted to have how it's like Peter Parker or Reed Richards. The alliteration you know what or whatever I mean? it's called. Yeah, yeah, like, alliteration. yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I wanted something like that. And so that we came up with like partly paranormal and then like all this other bolt, like, and they just sounded stupid. And then I'm like somewhat supernatural and it just flowed. And I'm like, that's what I want. And thankfully nobody fucking had that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and thank God you said it. You you did it before you said it, because then somebody would listen yep. to this and go freaking steal it. So, but yeah, like I said, when I was trying to do mine, I was all like, "Well, what can I call it?" And I started, okay, well, what about this taken? What about this taken? What about this taken? So then I did kind of what, what what Chris did, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna call it the I Am Ben De Leon podcast." Because all of my socials are at I am Ben De Leon. Oh, okay. But yeah. then my wife yeah. was like, well, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, why should I listen to your podcast as opposed to whatever? So I was like, you know what? You kind of got a point. I need to make that I am Ben De Leon mean something before. I mean, now looking back, I'm like, I probably could have said, no, I'm going to make it mean something. Yeah, and then grow. Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't thinking about that. So I was just like, uh. I just think Recycled Corn is such a fitting name, as ridiculous as it is. It's perfect for the show, though. You know what I mean? Like, I am Ben De Leon. I see that if you would have stuck to the the interview aspect of the show and just done that. Yeah, exactly. But the way we have the show structured now, which really doesn't have a lot of structure... Recycled corn's fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the tagline, whatever a podcast about nothing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where it was the first time I heard something similar to it, but I was all like, "Oh, like I should have a tagline for the show." And um, so when I was all like, "Well, what exactly is is a show about?" I'm like, "Well, it's about nothing, but it's also about everything because it can." Also, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call it a podcast about nothing and everything. And then uh, it just kind of stuck, whatever. So I'm kind of hoping like no one else has it because I Googled it and it wasn't anyone else's tagline. So it's mine now. <laughs> All right. Next. Ju- ne- oh, excuse me. I'm a professional speaker, people. Um, next question is from an anonymous fan. What imaginary job would you love to have? Retirement. Scuba, scuba Steve. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a real job and it's stressful as fuck. I was gonna say I would want he he's too I want to be lazy. He's too fucking active. Yeah, you know what's yep. imaginary is retirement. That's that's right. Right. That's, that's, that's pretty that's pretty imaginary. Pretty fucking imaginary. <laughs> I mean, if at I least an imaginary job, I would want to be a superhero. Yeah, I thought about that too, but also puppy yeah. handler. Who a puppy handler? Oh, uh, I don't <laughs> want to be Homelander, like Home- the evil version of Superman. Like fuck you, you don't yeah. like it? Zoop, you're done. I can just imagine you like looking the way you do in that fucking outfit. <laughs> 
I got a giant baby in a onesie. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to quote Homelander. It was perfect. Perfect. Down to the last detail. (laughs) Well, it's like like that that one time we got into that conversation. Like, if you had Superman's powers, would you wear the outfit that includes the underwear on the outside? Yes, of course. It depends. If I looked like this, no. Yeah. If I had Superman's body, yes, because who the fuck cares? I do. Like who the fuck cares? Well, if they don't like how you look, you vaporize them. Fuck them. Or drop a mountain on them. (laughs) There you go. Or here you here you go. You fly them up to the fucking in space and go. Nice knowing you. (laughs) Um. Okay. Did everyone answer? I don't. I I don't don't know. Imaginary. Uh, All right, you know what? Fine. Imaginary job. I'll. I would be, the the king of of all, the king of all all. I don't know. Podcast. The king of all. The king of all cars. I'll. I'll just fucking give everybody a car. There, there, there you go. There you go. I'm gonna be Oprah. <laughs> Say, Ouch. I, I, you should have said a uh, of sofa. The king of sofas. Mm. Be like, it's so fucking great. <laughs> I, I was gonna say superhero too, but I would. I'm actually gonna go with Sith Lord. Oh. I would want to be a Sith Lord. Oh, oh, so you can slide into Melanie's DMs. <laughs> oh, that, that wasn't me. <laughs> I will kill you. That's actually. <laughs> that's actually a real good one. I, I would. I would be a Jedi. Right, uh, I, I would be a Jedi. I'd be a great Jedi just because I have so many gray hairs. Jedi Pudu, or a, <laughs> or a Starfleet cap, uh, captain. That'd be pretty, pretty cool. Oh right. shit! I didn't think about that. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah, you're uh, you're not living long or prospering right now. There you go, right there. I'll be that guy. Green Lantern. Boom. Done. <laughs> All right. I already got. I already got the ring. Yeah, you do. Yes, I do. All right. Uh, from Tim in California, what's something surprising that people don't know about you? Sorry, I don't know. I had a smart ass comment for it, and I had to. I say, mean, say, I mean, pull it back. <laughs> I mean, we we pretty we pretty much like, uh, kind of like pull back the curtain on here so many times that, like, y'all y'all didn't know that I was a night of Columbus. Yeah, like that was fucking surprising. <laughs> like uh International Man of Mystery over here. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know when was surprising. Yeah. I don't I don't really have anything cuz I mean I pretty much a fucking open book. Yeah, and everything pretty much is already like posted or pictured wise. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything off yeah. my head. Um I don't know. I don't know yeah. either. Fuck. I'm well, so, I'm well, that's a that's a good fucking question. We'll actually. have to come back to that one. Later. Oh here. Oh here's one. Here's one. Here's one. I have. Uh, what's what's the what's the fear of open water? When like when like you're going down in the ocean and there's oh, like and I know I know Sandra has the same thing and like there's nothing and like it's not agoraphobia because I think I think agoraphobia is when it's the fear of open spaces. The lassophobia. Uh, the yeah. I have the lassophobia. And I have, uh, I think, tryptophobia, too, which is like the, those, those oh. fucking little patterns of holes yeah, or whatever. Yeah, holes, whatever. Yeah, that, 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 that wigs me out for some fucking reason. 
Um, okay, I, 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 just, uh, I, just, I just I just thought of something. Okay, too. go for it. <laughs> Uh, I have mild scoliosis in my back. Actually, it almost disqualified me from the military. Really? My my spine curves slightly to the left. Oh, you know what? Yeah. My my you know curves, but never mind. <laughs> but it's funny you say that because when I went to maps to go in the army and all that, the doctor was like, "Yeah, well, we know why your spine is curved." I'm like, "Please tell me." As well, because you have a big dick and it leans to the left, so that's why your spine curves. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But you had it in a backpack, so why is all it? three, all three <laughs> inches of it, baby? <laughs> um, shit. What would be a good? Uh, it's um, detached in my carry on, right? <laughs> God damn! It says snap on tools, <laughs> strap on tools, and um, it's good for sledding in the DMs too, apparently. Um. Let me see something surprising. Um, you wouldn't know it to look at me, but I actually dated a Hawaiian tropic swimsuit model what? for like three months. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't name her na- name any names because apparently the re- well the reason that we broke up apparently like no one else um, knew that we were dating except for me and her. She was like embarrassed of me. <laughs> oh, so wow. it was one of those. She kept me. I was the uh, uh, the what do you call it? The moped. Yeah. Oh, you were the <laughs> yeah. You were the fact. It's it's cool to ride a fat guy as long as nobody sees you. Right. Yeah, basically. Yeah. This was. I got you. This was obviously you know what, maybe about six or seven years ago, something like that. So. Oh, that yeah. was that Damn. was fairly recent. Yeah. So. Um. That was yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but he he points out that she was blind, so she couldn't see. Her. I thought you were gonna say blonde. Like how the hell do you know? She no, does <laughs> she's a fucking model? Of course she's a fucking blonde. Come on, Jesus Christ. Um. Okay, this one is actually for Scuba. Uh oh. From Melissa in Colorado Springs. No, he's taken. Oh. <laughs> scuba. <laughs> Says Scuba, you're uh you're involved in a lot of things, not just this podcast. How do you find time for everything and maintain some semblance of a normal life? I do not have a normal life. I do not know how I find time for everything. I just do. Um, I try to balance everything out as best as I can. Some weeks is better than others. But then there's days like today where I'm trying to do a podcast and my nine-month-old is not happening. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. But, but, but we love Charlie. She's the yes, most adorable do. thing in the world. I would ah. not that. But Hi, you know, it, it, it's not easy. It's, it's very stressful. Very, very stressful. But I, I have... Um, I'm starting to develop that Hakuna Matata mentality where... If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not going to stress myself out over something that I have no control over. And if I can make it happen, I will. And if I can't, oh, well, tomorrow's yeah. another day. Yeah. Well, I wonder that myself because I'm just like, I see all the stuff you have on your plate. I'm like, how the Like, I couldn't do that, dude. Like, honestly, like, that, just having this job with no kids here at the house with just worrying about Sandra is enough. And then you got me doing commentary and... All this other fucking bullshit that you talked me into. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I think when people start like really getting into content creation, 
there there's that side of the house where, where people don't really understand how much time it actually takes to do content creation. Oh yeah. Cause it is so, so time consuming. And if you're like, if you want to do a certain type of, of content creation, like, well, podcasting is not that, it's not that bad unless you, unless you like are full into editing and you have to edit a lot. It does yeah. take time, but like, like I just started like really getting into video editing. That's just time consuming. Yeah. I could imagine that's one of the reasons why I, I didn't want to do a video podcast was the video editing part of it. Cause I like, I like to be very hands-on with my stuff. I do, you know, I don't like to, to count on anyone for anything. Right. Like I preach all the time. You know, you, the only one you can depend on is yourself. So all the stuff that I've learned, like on audacity or whatever to edit the podcast, I, I learned by watching videos, yeah. by reading articles and all this. So unless you're going to do it straight, straight raw, no, no editing on your, on your shows. That's like, like the way the, the way like Rogan does it, like those, those are just, four hours of just them talking with yeah. no with no edits except for the, the beginning title and the end credit yeah. that's that's it but like i like i want to start doing streaming and i too that's gonna that, that takes that takes a chunk of time that i do not have no see and i don't i don't edit shit you know when, when i do the shows i don't edit anything out if there's technical difficulties i don't edit it out it's a live show when i do it live so i put out the live show. What, what, what happened? Product. Yeah. 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 I got that same exact product on Spotify and Apple and all that, mainly because I'm too lazy to go and sit there and edit out <laughs> all the, the bullshit that happened. But you know and, how you know, to do it, though. That's a thing. I do know how to do it. I, don't, I just don't want to. I yeah. don't even know how to do it. So, but I do want to kind of get into streaming because I've been playing the, you know, Arizona Sunshine 2, and I want to be able to stream that like on, uh, on Facebook or whatever, um, or YouTube, should I say? Or Twitch. And, um, Twitch is easy. Twitch is same, yeah. But I don't have a capture card. So I'm trying to find out, okay, well, what would be a decent, not super expensive capture card? Aver Media. Uh, what's that? Aver Media Aver, capture card. Yeah, those those are like maybe like 40 bucks, maybe. Really? Well, because yeah. the one I was looking at, I know Road just came out with a capture card. And that's like three hundred ninety nine dollars. Well, okay, well, yeah, well, okay. The Road version of that capture card is going to hit four K video, plus it's going to auto auto shit from your device over to the, your um, to your capture card. Um, a simple capture card from Best Buy will not run you more than sixty bucks, because you're not going to be doing like hardcore streaming editing. Like mm -hmm. what you're basically going to be doing is just all you want is to make sure everything syncs up while you're while you're streaming, and if there's any delay, then you fix the delay on the back end, not on on what the capture card is doing, and you do it on um, well any like I use XSplit, and XSplit can stream to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch all in one all in one go, and then you just program the shit to make sure that the capture card is is running properly. Make sure your camera's working properly. There's no, there's no delay, and then that's it. And then because you have you have the road podcasters, so that the road podcasters to actually do most of your, of your um like syncing shit for you, and then you have a, a powerful powerful enough computer so everything runs, mm -hmm. runs nice. Yeah, you, you should be fine. Yeah, well, like I said, I just need to get that that capture card, and I just 
I've been meaning to talk to you guys. It's just I want to talk about that in person, but of course, you know, you've been busy with your family stuff, and Scuba's been busy. The only one available is Chris, and he don't know shit. So. Hi. <laughs> Hi. See, but all I took from that entire conversation is that Scuba Steve puts out. That's all I got. From that. <laughs> okay, that's a given. <laughs> it's it's ready. It's written on the wall of Casey's place if it was still there. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay, now <laughs> this next question, since we're talking about uh, content creation and stuff, Jareth in Minnesota asks, "The Goblin you- King?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have mentioned struggling with mental health before. Do you have any advice for people who are dealing with their own issues but want to put their foot into the public space? Oh, man. Wow. Just be, I mean, I would, if, if you don't you don't mind me. No, no, I'm, go go ahead, man. Just just be prepared that you, you will, because I, I know, and knock on wood, I haven't had this experience yet, but I know it's coming. Like, be prepared for people to, like, be assholes and trolls yeah when you're trying when you're trying to do something that that you like like content creation i think i have a small enough niche of subject matter um besides fifth besides narrative quest because narrative quest is like writers musicians and authors and shit like that like they already have they already have their established group who are coming on the show and talking about it but for Mm -hmm. 50 states of terror like I don't give a shit if anybody doesn't believe in cryptids and I, and they, and I've had one. Okay. Yeah. I've had one or a handful of people on different Facebook groups saying like cryptids are, are dumb. They don't, whatever. And like, okay, fine. Then, then don't listen to the show. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need your fucking like, yeah. uh, I don't need your listen. Like I, I, I know there's people out there who find, who find my show either a entertaining or B just a worthless, worthless uh, thing of time. But, um, when you're when you're struggling uh, with certain mental mental health issues, like if you have depression or anxiety, like the the content creation part of it helps tremendously because you're figuring out things as you produce content. And when you have when you start doing, you know, shows, you start producing shows, you 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 do have to take a little bit out of yourself and be vulnerable just a little bit. You know, you can't always be behind this, this computer screen, black veil. There, there is going to be a time where I have to take a little small little piece of me that I don't want anybody to see, but I have to at least put it on there because, because if you don't, then you're going to be stuck behind this, this curtain of, of just, you know, um, just I, I, relatively like it, it is a curtain of darkness, and you know, and you don't want to be behind there. Yeah, you know, because you know, there's that side of content creation where it's like, man, you have to put yourself out there just a little bit. Well, I know for me, I was already kind of prepared for people to talk smack, and I was just like. I already kind of have thick skin, you know, from from just life in general, whatever. So it's really like not too much that people can say that'll affect me. The only people, I, I guess, the only way that stuff would bother me if somebody said something if it was from somebody that I respect. Yeah, I mean, like if Sandra came in here and said like like this whole thing is shit, like it's not even worth 
but but also to that fact like you're not you're not attempting to be controversial you're not you're not asking for people to come and like argue with you because of the content you create because you create content that's like that's uh either uh comedy or funny or you do reviews on wrestling or you do reviews on games and movies and shit like you're not you're not out there like trying to get people to to uh, uh interact with you because you're controversial like if something does happen to where it is controversial yeah maybe and just expect for people to to, to be on because i haven't seen anybody shit on your show at all no people will message me though i had one guy message me saying that uh, he he was hiding behind a fake account, but he said that he knew me, and that you know I'm full of shit. And I'm thinking that I'm better than everyone, and all this. And I'm just like, okay, if you knew who I was, you would automatically know that's bullshit because I don't think I'm better than anybody. Well, well, was except he, for Chris. Was he local or was he was it just, <laughs> just a random listener? No, I mean he said he was he was local that we went to school together. Oh, so. I'm it just, was me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just like, man, like, like I said, if you if you knew who I was, you would know. Like, I don't think I'm better. Like, actually, I'm doing this so I could build up my confidence. Like, and I've I've grown a lot since I started doing this, and um, I'm actually like surprised when we go, like like at work, you know, when we go through training exercises and people are all like, okay, who wants to be the speaker? Yeah, and I'm like the first guy to raise their hand, and everyone's looking at me like. Oh wow, Ben wants to be the speaker. Like I do this all the time. Yeah. Like literally, like, well, not anymore, but like <laughs> once a week, you know, like I mean, um this is what I want to do for fun. Yeah, it's like I'm this is gonna be my profession one of these days. Like yeah. I, I I'm putting that out there as like I want to be able to do my podcast full time to be able to um, you know, at least have some part of create you know, creating something or be a part of something that is involved with creation um, as as my primary income source. Yeah. You know, if he, even yeah. if that means waiting until after I retire, but fuck it, I want to I want to do that. That's that's my goal. Is, yeah. is you know making recycled corn, you know, if not a household name, but a a known name. Yeah, like one thing one thing I say is like. I don't. I don't even want to read comments. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. I don't uh. But like for someone like Chris, Chris' new show. I mean, I. I mean, uh, your your content is going to be so so niched into an audience that already already has divisional sides. Of course. Like yeah. if and you that's... if you say the the slightest wrong shit, you're gonna have one dedicated side just try to fucking slam your ass on, on. yeah but he thrives off of that <laughs> shit though like you should see, see him at the at the the live events yeah that is true but then again i'm playing a character at that point too yeah so but I'm you just, would be wouldn't you be playing a character like well it's funny because that character has the same name as the podcast so yeah that actually does make sense but i don't know for me for, for wrestling fans in general there are some in any genre, it would be nerd culture like Star Wars, Star Trek, stuff like that, comics. You're gonna have that band of fans that are gonna up. Oh, he's trash. He because because you went against what they believe in. Yeah. 
I could sit here and say Aquaman is the best superhero ever, which I don't believe, but yet I'll get people like, oh my God, how could you like Aquaman over Superman or Wonder Woman or Batman or, you know, people are going to talk shit no matter what you say. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck them. I'm going to say what I want to say. And if you don't like my opinion, that's fine. Still listen to the podcast because I may have another opinion down the road that you may agree with. Yeah, because everyone knows oh. that the the best superhero is Squirrel Girl. So, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Squirrel Girl actually defeated Thanos. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is I, this is why we keep he's the guy in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, um, I would just say if you plan on getting into you know the the public space creating and stuff like that just just do it slowly be prepared yeah that not everyone is gonna like what you put out and that's okay you know sometimes people are gonna say mean things and you just can't listen to it like you you kind of have to go into it knowing you're gonna have you're gonna have to have thick skin and it's very hard to keep to keep secrets and keep an 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 uh, it's very it's very difficult to do that in the first couple. Bibu libu. Oh, sorry, wrong commercial. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my friend uh, uh, Raphael M from here in Corpus Christi. Why are people afraid to go for what they truly want? Uh, fear of defeat. Fear of failing. Fear, fear of, failing. of failing. Period. Period. Yeah. I don't want to fail. That you know. Dude, that's all we do on this podcast is fucking fail. Making, <laughs> oh, but, but we make it look good though. That's the yeah. thing. We make it look good. Very good. So. Like it, it is. It is probably the number one reason why people don't do what they want to do is like the the unknown, and then the fear of failing. Like by far, by far, that was one of the 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 coldest realizations i ever had to deal with when doing the show and then putting my writing out there because like even even like stories that i find that are fantastic to me that i did for these challenges uh for vocal mm-hmm. like i would post them out and none of my friends have have will read it none will share none will like none will heart or anything like that and like the realization is that, okay, like I'm, I am putting myself out there, and I I, I want to pursue this, but like mm. there's that that side of like, well, no one gives a shit, so why do it? And then you realize that I'm not do, I'm not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. Yeah. So, so I like like if I if I put something out there that I that I really like and nobody, nobody reads it, nobody likes it, nobody shares. If I put a show out and nobody. Nobody reads or no one listens to it. Nobody shares. No one does anything. That's fine. Like I'm, I'm doing it because it, it brings me some type of joy, and that's something that that people have to understand. Is like once you cross that hurdle, that first step into into doing what you want to do. It doesn't matter what it is. Like that first step because it's easy to get a job, and it's easy to like do the nine to five and go home and play video games and whatever. It's hard to do what you want. So, <laughs> Scuba's back. Wow. Scuba's back. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay, the, the uh, question was, why are people afraid to go for what they truly want? 
uh, it's just fear of failure, man. Yeah. Uh, exactly what I said. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you already feel like if I don't succeed at this, I'm already going to feel like a failure. But like for me, if any of my shit succeeds, great. Awesome. It, it makes me happy. Like that the wrestling thing's taking off. But at the same time, it's like, I'm old. I'm not going to be able to do this shit that much longer. Yeah. You know, the podcast thing, I haven't put out an episode since Christmas. And that's just because I'm so busy with everything else. I would love to sit down and fucking just do an episode of, of, of my show because, you know, I make time for Goran Moore every week. I'm on that every damn Monday. You know what I mean? And I, I think most people are just scared. They're scared. I mean, and even some people, they're scared of being successful. Like, I know that scares me. Like, if my podcast was to take off, which it never will because there's fucking thousands of, of podcasts that are like mine that are way better. But there there's fear of actually being successful because then you put yourself out there for other people to yeah be part of your life that you never wanted to open up to you know what i mean yeah and i'm not saying me in general because i don't i don't give a fuck i don't care who knows what i've done or anything like that because at the end of the day as long as i'm good with what i've done i'm good you know but it's gonna come with haters and it's gonna come with trolls and, and, you know, a lot of people just don't want to deal with that. So it's not just fear of failing. It's also fear of being successful. Yeah, it adds once you hit once you hit a tier level, a certain a certain level of fame, just a small little level, which I I am not there. I'm way, way below that, that level. But I'm noticing that uh, there's a there's a, there's there, there may be a certain point where the shows are going to get to a level where somebody is going to want to like do an actual like no shit production on maybe my writing or, or 50 States, you know, like take the show to like an actual, like, like platform platform. Yeah. And, and I, and I, I fantasize about that day being the most like glorious and the most stressful you know, as you as it may be, because there's going to be that level of, and now I have to worry about all of this other shit that I never had to worry about. Well, let, let let me ask you, okay, if someone was to come right now with a checkbook and says, "How much to sell me the IP for fifty states?" What would that number be? Like, well, here here's here's a follow up question: Do I still get to do the show, or they're just taking taking the name? Yeah, they're they're taking ownership. Like like you would have nothing to do with it anymore. If shit, like tell it's like hey, give me, give me half a mil, half a mil, and then they they counter like no, I'm gonna give you two hundred fifty thousand. Like sure, fine, fuck it, <laughs> I'll do something else. I'll do a show about fucking uh, about international crypto. <laughs> Yeah, forty nine states. Yeah, forty nine <laughs> states. <of Hawaii. laughs> We're not counting Hawaii. <laughs> I think. I think the monetary thing about it though is like that's my goal as an author. My goal as an author is to produce something that a studio will cut me a check, and now they own it. Yeah, that's fine by me. 
Like that's the whole reason I wanted to be an author, like in the long run was just for somebody, somebody to give enough shit about it or to, to think that it, it could be a potential moneymaker for somebody else Yeah. to be like, Hey, you created this. Like, how about I cut you a check and, and you, and you don't have anything to do with it anymore, but we'll put your name in the credits as, as author. And we're going to make this movie. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, not a fucking problem. Because uh, to me, like, make, telling a story, telling a story is telling stories. So it's about the art? Yeah. To me, it's about, to me, it's about creating and creating the art. And if someone else wants to pay me money to take it from me and make a movie out of it, fucking fine, man. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the ultimate end goal, man. Like, like uh, I, I follow, I follow um, uh, James Peterson. James Peterson taught, uh, not Pat, Patterson or Peterson, Peter the African writer. Um, he's the one that wrote LA Confidential, mm-hmm. and he talks. I did a master class. I, I took his master class, and he was like, the 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 art of creating the story for that moment can never be reproduced. I I did this at one at one time. I created the character, the storyline, the plot, the the twist, and the ending. This is all mine. Once I have it produced, and people already enjoy enjoy it. I'm already working on the on the second project. At at that moment, anybody can walk in and say, "Give me, you know, and I'll give you a hundred grand, and then I'll take this 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 information that you created, and I'm going to create something else from it." Great, great. That's 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 fan that's 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 fantastic. That's that's what I want. You know, I don't want to be like stickler and be like, "No, yeah. you can't have it. This is my story. <laughs> These are my okay, characters." Now, 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 how would you feel? Say you wrote. Like let's say with with the book that you wrote, the one that we've talked about, the the, the cryptid one, the crypt agents. Yes, let's say a studio bought it from you, right? They're gonna make it into the movie into a movie, but they completely change your fucking story and just completely fuck it up and take out the heart of what you wrote. How you would mean, you feel? You mean like World War Z? Yeah. You know how <laughs> you know how I would feel. This is exactly how I would feel. Paid. I would, I would be like, they they paid me, they did what they wanted, but I, I would tell everybody, hey, do you, do you want to know what the real story is? Go buy my book. There you go. Right. Free publicity. Free go, publicity. Go buy my go. book. Go read the story. Go read the story that I, I initially made it to be. And what's the inverse? The inverse of that is like they make it better. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe don't read the book and, and, just, <laughs> and, and just watch the movie. Well, well, Chris, let me ask you. Somebody comes up and says, "I want to be Josh Zodiac. Name your number." What? Well, what's that number? It better be high, because number one, the name is the Josh Zodiac. Number one. Uh, number two. Uh, they want the name, or they want the podcast. Like everything that comes with it. Like you would have to rename your podcast, basically. Ten million. 10 million. I've, had, I've 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 had this name. I made this name 11 years ago on a whim creating a, a wrestling character on WWE 13 with CM Punk on the cover. Just I'm the kind of guy that if I create a wrestler, I want to hear the name announced over the PA. And Chris Fanning does not is not in the fucking system no matter how many years I've tried to, to get that it doesn't happen. <laughs> So looking for it, that's where the name came from, was that I added the word the at the beginning because those douchebags from Ohio State 
whenever they introduce themselves on uh, NBC and the, the Sunday Night Football, they're like, oh, I'm uh, Scuba Steve, the Ohio mm-hmm. State University. It comes off very douchebaggery. It comes off very confident, though. And that's what I wanted my character to be. So that's where it came from. So, yeah, 10 million is the number I will start and we'll work our way down. <laughs> I, mean, I went to Period. Low. Because DJ Zodiac isn't just a name, it's a personality, it's a character, it's a lot of things. And I know you can't put a price on it, but I'm sure as fuck want to try. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean that's cool. Like I said, I thought about it the other day. Is like how long or how much would it cost for me to sell recycled corn? I'm like, fuck, man. That's by by that point, it's already like ingrained into who I am. So I'm thinking like, shit, it would have to be at least over a hundred thousand. Yeah, that's too low. I'm like, give me ten grand, I'm good. I know, right? I'm like, I, was saying, this I asked him. I asked. I asked Scuba before what would how much to sell Ace and all of their IP if somebody came along and he's like, 20 bucks. He's like, <laughs> what'd you say? Like 10 grand or something like that? 10 grand. You can have the whole thing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I'll, I'll take 10 grand. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go. Um, I got it. So my, the wife, the wife yeah, yeah. I was, we were about to close out. Anyway, oh, okay. So. Oh, oh per- perfect timing then. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the, 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 that's the timer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, uh, Anthony, if you want to go ahead and give your socials first, so you can head out. Yeah, um, you can find the show Fifty States of Terror on all socials at Fifty States of Terror, except for Twitter, which is now X for some reason at Fifty States Terror because of the character limitations. Those goddamn character limitations. Uh, you can oh. find. Uh, narrative quest on um all your streaming platform um devices and um you can find me at corporal ziggy usmc i am i am now using that as my personal author and my narrative quest um like you know social whatever so it's at corporal ziggy usmc c-p-l-z-i-g-g-y-u-s-m-c and thank you all for listening all right chris I've never heard a Marine spell before. That was impressive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Um, for me, um, for me personally, my um, TikTok is the Zodiac, all one word. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just search Christopher Fanning. I'm not hard to find. And if you want to listen to, is it okay if I promote my podcast? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Of course. Um, you can find my podcast, the Josh Zodiac podcast, which drops tomorrow at noon on both Spotify and on YouTube. Just search the Josh Zodiac podcast. Scuba. As always, I'm your host with the ghost, the prince of the paranormal, the Duke of the dead, the Dean of the deceased, the ghost daddy himself, Lord Scuba Cabra. You know where to find me, Lord underscore Scuba Cabra on TikTok. <laughs> wow. Apparently, he don't know where to I mean, find him. <laughs> I don't know where to find me. And then uh, I, uh, blah, 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 I think it's Lord underscore Scuba Cabra on Instagram. Also, if not, it's Host with the Ghosts. Um, but I think I changed it to Lord underscore Scuba Cabra. I don't know. Uh, I don't ever get on my Twitter at slash X because all that pops up is porn. It's really weird. That's the only reason to get on there now. <laughs> And uh, on Facebook, you can find me, Lord Steven Scuba Steve Vasquez. Follow 
I haven't put out any new episodes of my podcast. And honestly, I don't know when I'm going to, but if you want to watch the newest episode of the Gorn Moore podcast, you can find it on YouTube right now. If you want to watch the latest episode, we reviewed the Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978 version. Nice. Um, oh, is that the one with Little Nimoy? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, but you can find all of the episodes of the Gorn Moore podcast on Spotify apple podcasts all that any anywhere online you can also find it at projectlouder.net same place you can find my podcast somewhat supernatural uh what else do i got uh oh yeah and follow all content entertainment on youtube we got a new episode of thursday night throwdown coming out sometime i don't fucking know (laughs) nice that's the mo of all content whenever it happens it happens all right, yeah. and you can find uh, Recycle Corn on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the good stuffs. Follow, leave a review. If you want to send us an email, email us at RecycleCornPod at gmail.com. And uh, maybe we'll do another one of these episodes, these Q&As coming up pretty soon. If not, then we'll figure out something else because uh, people got to go. So y'all have a good one, and we'll talk to y'all next time. Hell yeah. Zodiac loves penis. <laughs>